Chapter 28. Move Up in Life It's better to hang out with people who are better than you. Pick out associates whose behavior is better than yours, and you'll drift in that direction. Warren Buffett According to Warren, in the management of our personal lives, we are who we hang out with. Hanging out with a low life will drag us down, while hanging out with a smart, educated person will draw us up. Warren spent most of his time as a teenager at the racetrack, where he learned to calculate odds. Instead of falling into a life of gambling, however, he was able to put his knowledge of calculating probability to use in college and graduate school. He found mentors who were considerably older and wiser than he, who took an interest in him and steered him into the world of finance and investing. He moved up. In Warren's early days of running an investment partnership, he cultivated friendships with Omaha's business elite, including Nick Newman, who took warehousing techniques developed during World War II and used them to create the modern supermarket chain, and Jack Ringwalt, founder of the National Indemnity Company who introduced Warren to the concept of disciplined underwriting. Later in life, he spent time with Catherine Graham, owner of the Washington Post, and Bill Gates, founder of Microsoft. These friendships paid off for Warren over the years and gave him creative, successful business role models to emulate. Warren's lesson here. We are who we associate with. Aim high in your associations and you will get to the top. Aim low and there is no telling how low you'll go. Chapter 29. Manage you for inflation. The best asset during inflation is your own earning power. Anything you do to improve your own talents and make yourself more valuable will get paid off in terms of appropriate real purchasing power. If you do something well, whether you're a major league baseball player or you're a good assistant, whatever it may be, you are your best asset. Warren Buffett Warren says you should think of yourself as a business. Although you may not look like a business or act like a business, you're a business with an infinite ability to earn and your greatest asset is yourself. When you're young and inexperienced, your business doesn't make much money, but the more education and experience you acquire, the more your earning potential increases. Education and experience are the two keys to getting your business up and running. Whether you are an accountant or a rock star, Everyone starts at the bottom and works their way up. Yes, Daddy may have opened a door too, but the reality is that to get to the top and stay at the top, you must have the energy and drive to excel at your chosen craft or profession. Warren believes that you should take good care of your business, which means taking good care of your health and getting a good education. You should find ways to improve your earning potential and protect it from disaster. 
when it comes to staying ahead of inflation, nothing beats your potential to earn. The more special your business is, the freer you are to raise prices. People in unique professions have always had the upper hand as an inflation hedge because the lack of competition allows them to charge more for their services. The rule here is simple. Each of us is an economic entity with great earning potential. And if we take care of ourselves and get an education, our economic potential is infinite and will not only keep up with inflation, it can even make us rich. Chapter 30. Managing Personal Borrowing. You can't borrow money at 18 or 20% and come out ahead. I can't. I'd go broke. So stay away from debt as much as possible. When you get an amount for a reasonable down payment, you find a home you like, buy it. But don't do it until you can handle it and take on obligations you can handle. Avoid the others. Warren Buffett The world of retailing has gone from selling you a product to selling you the money to buy a product. The modern merchant makes money loaning consumers the money to make purchases. It used to be that merchants made their money on the markup of merchandise, but in the age of volume discounting and stiff competition, those margins have slowly eroded. But imagine if you could make money not only on the sale of goods, but also by loaning the customer the money to make the purchases. You get to cash in twice. When the consumer borrows the money, and when he spends it. When businesses learned that they could loan us money at 18 to 20 percent, they figured out very quickly that they could make more money by loaning money than they could by selling goods. Credit card companies figured this out years ago. They financed the purchase of even the smallest items, and if you don't get your bill paid off in total or on time, they charge you outrageous interest. This is not just a good business. This is a great business, and the merchants have followed. Modern furniture, appliance, and computer stores are now banks in disguise. They would much rather finance your purchase of a new TV or refrigerator than allow you to pay in cash. In order to facilitate this money-making scheme, the modern merchant will offer you the product for no money down and for no payments for 60 days as long as you sign the loan agreement. Warren's advice is to play it safe and avoid any loan obligation that you can't comfortably handle. How safe? Warren paid $34,000 for his first house, and he still lives in it. He drove a cheap car long after he was a millionaire. By being conservative with his money and not overspending, he accumulated a surplus to invest. He invested well and became super rich. He did this while others were busy accruing debt so they could keep living in bigger and better houses and driving bigger and better cars. Think of this in terms of the tortoise and the hare. 
the hare piled on more and more debt so that he could live a faster and faster life, while the slow tortoise lived well below his means, investing the difference for his future. Along comes the recession, and the fast-moving hare crashes and burns in an inferno of debt, while the debt-free tortoise keeps on going. Remember, borrowing less and saving more is the path to riches and to sleeping well at night. Borrowing more and saving less leads to wild times and breadlines. In closing, we want to thank you for taking this journey with us as we explored Warren Buffett's management secrets. For those of you who are interested in Warren Buffett's investment methods, may we recommend our other five books, Buffettology, The Buffettology Workbook, The New Buffettology, The Tao of Warren Buffett, and Warren Buffett and the Interpretation of Financial Statements. For those of you with specific questions, please feel free to write us directly at marybuffettology.com at gmail.com and davidbuffetology at gmail.com. It may take us a while to get back to you, but we assure you that your thoughts and ideas are very important to us, and we very much look forward to hearing from you. Best wishes, Mary Buffett and David Clark. Warren Buffett's Management Secrets, Proven Tools for Personal and Business Success, was written by Mary Buffett and David Clark, and read by Mary Buffett. It was recorded by Erica Weintraub. Editing and post-production by Common Mode, Paul Fowley, Technical Director. Terry Hogan was the mix engineer. The associate producer was Louisa Solomon. Warren Buffett's Management Secrets was produced and directed by Mike Noble. This has been a presentation of Simon & Schuster Audio. Warren Buffett's Management Secrets is available in hardcover from Scribner. Also available from Simon & Schuster Audio, The Buffetology Collection by Mary Buffett and David Clark, read by Mary Buffett.